What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. We got the man, the myth, the legend in the house tonight, Mr. Adam Alamano from Deborah Gets Red Pilled. You all know him. You all love him. One of my good buddies uh, just lives up the road in Portland. Um, you know, I first met Adam. Like, this is some of you guys that have been with me and on this journey for a while kind of know the story, but uh, I met Adam as a listener. Back when, uh, you know, back in the Truezilla days, very early on in the Truezilla days, and he was living in Portland, and he reached out to us, and uh, he was like, oh, man, I love the show. I'm thinking about starting my own show, and I was like, okay, yeah, 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 tell me more, tell me more, and he said, it's going to be called Deborah Gets Red Pilled. I'm going to bring on my blue-pilled mother-in-law, you know, CNN watching uh, old-school liberal from San Francisco, and I'm going to just red-pill the shit out of her, and I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like the most epic show imaginable and so sure enough well i guess as the story goes he was kind of like just uh you know lounging around and not really taking the initiative to get the show started and uh and i was like shouting him out on truthzilla i was like i was like hey man adam if you're listening go in there and start the show and he said that he was having a particularly crappy day he was out like doing some chores or something and heard me say that and was like you know what i'm gonna go do it and he went in and started the show and uh so you know i just love that i love that story it's very touching and it's always been a very important meaningful thing in my life that 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 there was some overlap there you know and now he's doing this awesome stuff and now he's doing all this stuff in the world that like i look up to him i look up to him in so many different ways and what he's doing you know um He's, he's encapsulating so much of what I want this show to be about eventually, which is, you know, building, creating, moving as far away from the system as possible. You know, he's out homesteading and uh, he's, he's, he's able to quit his nine to five job and he's actually doing the deal, man. So always love catching up with Adam. Uh, he's into all sorts of wacky stuff that I you can... Like no, I shouldn't say whack. I don't mean that disparagingly, but I'm talking like, you know, Hollow Earth, Antarctica, like cryptoids, all that fun stuff. You know, cryptids, you know, he he, he they go deep into that on his show. So, uh, you know, we get into it a little bit in this episode, but but not as much. So definitely go check him out. Uh, Deborah Gets Red Pilled is the RSS feed, uh, and he's on Instagram and Twitter at Deborah Gets Red Pilled. So big shout out to Adam. Like, much love, man. So just some business, you guys. So we got the, web, the website up. It's rebunked.news. So there you'll find links to all the different places you can listen to the show uh it's got all the video platforms and all the audio podcast platforms and at the bottom there's a few different ways that you can support the show so we did have uh, a few executive producers for this particular episode we got paul and Catherine. big shout out you guys thank you so much for the uh the venmo donation they were the very first ones they were the very first ones and, and then the note they wrote uh like we wanted to be the very first ones to donate to the show so thank you guys Paul and Catherine, big shout out. Uh, we got Ashley, who signed up as a reoccurring monthly donation. So thank you so much for that, Ashley. And then Big Pedro. Pedro is the first subscriber to the Subscribe Star. So yes, we do have a Subscribe Star account. I'm going to make a very deliberate effort to do more premium content on there. So you guys, subscribestar.com forward slash rebunked, and you can uh, sign up just like five bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like a cup of coffee a month, you'll get all the premium content and exclusive offers. Uh, I'm writing some songs. I'm going to like record some songs and maybe like p- 
premiere them or debut them on there. I got all kinds of plans and ideas, man. So subscribe star, go check it out for sure. Uh, another great way to support the show, you guys, is Truth TRS. TruthTRS.com. Uh, it's a great way to start your heavy metal detox journey, as they like to say. So basically, it's odorless, tasteless spray. Spray in your mouth a couple times. And uh, the zeolites like, absorb all of the... Uh, heavy metals that have accumulated in your body and it basically just flushes them out. So it's like, for me, it's like the brain fog piece. Uh, I feel much more clear, much more focused. It was very noticeable when I, once I first started using it. So it's I've got all kinds of health benefits, you know, um, all the way up to and including like vaccine injuries for children, man. It's a fascinating product. You can go to truthtrs.com to learn more about that. Um, you guys, oh, another thing too, we got all the social media up on rebunked.news on the website. Uh, Instagram posting, you know, memes every now and then. But if you want the real good stuff, you guys got to follow on Telegram. It's t.me forward slash rebunked pod. You got to hop on to the Telegram page because that's where you're going to get the latest drops, uh, the latest information. And uh, I'm on there just chatting all the time with the folks. So definitely join the Telegram t.me forward slash rebunked pod. I think that's probably about it. Thank you guys for your ongoing support and uh, really excited about this journey that we're heading out on together. So, all right. And without further ado, here's Adam. What's going on, Adam? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just chilling. Welcome to the new show, the new digs. Got the new green screen going here and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, so a uh, lot's going on in everybody's life, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to catch up, dude. Yeah, when, uh, when are you getting out of town? Okay, so it was kind of up in the air, uh, just definitely tying up some loose ends. Um, I'm working at this shop that... Uh, really helped me get back on my feet. You know what I mean? It's kind of a local family operation. Yeah. Um, they did, they did me some solids back in the day and, uh, they've really done me some solids recently after my departure from the, uh, counseling world, <laughs> yeah. under tenuous circumstances. Uh, and they're moving their shop right now. So they, they, uh, they move shops across town and that's pretty much been the focus this last week. And honestly, the plan was to just dip like this week Maybe next week, uh, yeah. but um, in in the process of moving shops, basically we're behind like two weeks in production, and now the people are just like, "Where's our shit? Where's our shit?" And I'm like, "Okay, if I were to leave right now and just leave them hanging, I'd be like the biggest dirtbag move in the universe." So, yeah, I decided to kind of write it out here. I'm thinking like beginning of April, dude. Beginning yeah. of April. Yeah, yeah, work a bunch of hours, save up some money. Yes, work exactly. Work your ass off for a month, it'll suck. And then you'll exactly. have a little, little cushion once you get there, man. Exactly, and that's pretty much where I'm at, dude. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in mandatory overtime right now, which is a good thing, you know. We're just working, like, nonstop, like, five, six days a week, which, of course, was the reason why I couldn't go to that rally last week. Man, I'm so bummed. I'm, I'm, I'm counting on you to give me a report. I heard a little bit of you guys talking about it on your last episode, but, uh, yeah, man, how was it? It was cool. We uh, we live way out of town, so um, I recently quit my job. So my yeah. insurance is coming to an end at the end of the month. So we decided I decided to go to the dentist. My wife went to the optometrist in Portland, and then we had lunch and went over to the rally. It was down at the waterfront, and like we got there, like I thought Dell Big Tree would be the the headliner. Yeah, and uh, I guess headliners go first at medical freedom rallies. I didn't know it's my first one, so. We got there and him and Kevin Jenkins had both spoken already. Oh man. Um, but it was cool. Um, there's a couple hundred people there, just like you know, everything from like 
every kind of person was there you know it's yeah. like a lot of, a lot of moms a lot of healthy looking moms mm-hmm. um and uh the moms are the ones that give me the most hope mid 30s yeah. moms that are in shape i see a lot of uh 400 pound moms there there's a lot of those where i live yeah. and uh they all wear masks yeah but exactly the, the healthy like yoga moms are like are like the only ones and then i see like you know like up mid fifties, upper forties, construction guys where I lived, all all still masked up, real mm-hmm. big beards and real tree masks, you know. Oh god, tough guys. Yeah, real but tough mom, guys. But the moms are uh, the ones holding it down. Yeah, just everybody uh, saw some people we knew, and it was cool. And uh, yeah, Antifa was there, banging on a uh, banging on a sheet metal statue like a little fucking toddler throwing a temper tantrum. And then um. Yeah, I was talking to this guy Philip that I know from Freedom Cells. He's a black guy. Yeah, I know Philip. They threw uh, they threw eggs at us. So, nice. So like, if you think about it, like Antifa was silencing POC voices. Yeah, exactly. Was, was trying to silence POC voices. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing they hate more than a person of color who happens to believe differently than them. That's like yeah. the worst well, travesty you can it's imagine. It's funny because like everybody that Antifa hates, like Proud Boys and like that Patriot Prayer group. I mean, I'm not a big fan of those guys either, but like they're way more like um, culturally diverse than Antifa. Bam. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm regretful that I wasn't able to make it, but it is what it is, man. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I got asked to do security there and I'm like, ah, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to make it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I guess they got there early and had to like chase off a bunch of people, but it's just crazy, man. It's like yeah. somebody like went to the to the trouble of planning out like like planning like a Facebook group, like, hey, there's a medical freedom rally tomorrow. It's gonna be Nazis and Trump supporters. We need to go there and hit a sheet metal statue yeah. with our bicycle helmets so that this black Nazi guy can't talk. Yeah. Like if you're banging, if you're just like hitting something to make noise, like you're the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, it's kind of funny. I I, I kind of keep an eye on them. So they have their own telegram channels too. So I created like a Google voice number so you can register multiple telegram accounts using multiple phone numbers. And so I created like this very Antifa looking profile, you know what I mean? And, uh, so with my Google voice number, I'm in, there's like one called Portland uprising and, uh, like SOS central Oregon. It's all the way up and down the West coast, like all the Antifa channels. So I'm just keeping an eye on them. So yeah. <laughs> it's so funny too. Cause they're always posting memes and they're just like, Oh my God. They're like painfully horrible. Like I, yeah, I posted left, some, the I po- can't meme. they cannot dude. I've posted some back in the day at our telegram. I'm like, Hey you guys, just so you know, this is their memes. And it's like, Oh my God, they're just so bad. Dude. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's hilarious. So I'm keeping an eye on you Antifa. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man, but, uh, it's kind of crazy. Things are coming down. It's coming down to the wire, but I'm, I'm so ready. You know, I've been ready for a while, man. I've been ready for a long time and it's like, as things have kind of evolved and changed, uh, you know, strings have clipped and that's just like, now it's just like, I just got to go now. I'm just going to take advantage of this opportunity to just get the hell out of here, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Like Tennessee sounds awesome. That'd be probably yeah. one of like the top three or four places I'd look at. Cause it's like, I think it's a cool, cool state. Mm-hmm. That's like a free state, but it hasn't got all blown up. You know, yeah. nobody, t- yep. everybody just talks every, people out here talk about Idaho. Mm-hmm. People also talk about Florida. I live in mm-hmm. Idaho. I have no desire to live in Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, even and then Texas. I really don't want to live in Texas. 
Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Tennessee or like, that sounds awesome. I think the weather's not too bad there. Probably gets cold in the wintertime, gets hot in the summer, but you know, that's, that's how it is here too. And mm-hmm. New Hampshire would be cool too, but yeah, totally. I think, I think you're really going to enjoy uh, Tennessee and it's cool, man. You're like in your late thirties and you're not tied down, which has its benefits yeah. and its drawbacks, totally. but, but, uh, it's cool to like be able to pick up and make a fresh start, you know? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, um, so I've already got plugged in with their little freedom cell discord group and man, they're just doing meetups and they're just like on fire. So I'm like, okay, so that's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, they got meetings all over the place. You know, that's one of the big factors here is that like, I go to meetings and I'm just like, I look around and it's like, what happened? Like, I can't even relate to these people anymore, dude. And it's like, it's, it's bad. It sucks. And I just feel so like, that's the one place that I don't want to feel alone and isolated and alienated from, you know what I mean? And so maybe, and you know, that's one of the recovery tenants. It's oh, like, you're where, talking about recovery. Meetings? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, of course the old recovery saying like, no matter where you go, there you are. You know what I mean? You can change your perspective and it's up to me to take initiative to change that paradigm. But it's like, dude, I try, man. I fucking, but it's just like, Sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I quit doing AA. I mean, I'm still sober, but I don't do yeah. AA because of, because it went super woke, you know, five years. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. So, See, it's like, and, and, you know, you were kind of telling me some of that, like just in like the Liberty movement itself, dude, like, it's just like, it's just, and so therefore I'm like, okay, so maybe I do have to make a change. I don't know. Maybe it's, these are unprecedented times. You know what I mean? Like all of those traditions that kept it all going up until now are just out the window. Yeah. hundred I mean, percent. Yeah. Change of scenery should be nice. And you know, yeah, I mean, you can always come back to Springfield, Oregon if you want. Man. God, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that door will always be open. So, but man, so you got some major changes in your life, dude. So I know that, uh, you mentioned that you're no longer you no longer like have have a job job, but you you're working doing other productive things. What's that like? Yeah, man. I just uh, I could I quit my job. I wanted to for a really long time. I hated it. I made a ton of money, and I just really it didn't make me happy. Um, you know, I was working for the weekend, and um, my wife and I recently made the choice to get as far away from Portland as humanly possible we'll still be able being able to commute to portland mm-hmm. and uh we found a cool little dilapidated 15 acre homestead up here in northwest oregon and um my wife's got her own business and she's doing really well and uh we got to a point where i don't i don't have to go to work anymore man and i'm just gonna awesome. i'm gonna stay out here and and improve the land and work on the house and you know help her with her work she makes all her own uh products for her work um i don't want to talk about uh, her too much she gets nervous about getting docs sure so um especially with like the antifa talk but um copy that but yeah i'm gonna help her to make um more money you know she has uh she has a physical hands-on job and then she also like sells products so she has passive income as well dude that's so awesome i mean that's what I'm striving for too, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, like part of this is the intention of not necessarily, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like, but finding some way to get as independent as I can uh, from the system, dude, like whatever, like I'll probably have to work a job. Like that's part of my goal too, is to get a job out there doing what I was doing before, but without the vaccine mandate, you know what I mean? But yeah, definitely long-term goal, man, is to like 
be more focused on like what you're doing, dude, just the homesteading thing, man. Like yeah. I just, it's just, uh, I kind of got a taste for it. This last couple of years I was living out in the country on a property where there was, there was a garden, you know what I mean? But I just, I didn't get as plugged in as I should have. But anyway, that's such a goal, man. Like I kind of had like a, an epiphany moment recently, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I was, uh, listening. I mean, I've been in this mindset for a while now. But, uh, like, I was listening to my guilty pleasure, dude. I was listening to Alex Jones recently, and, like, he said he said this thing. He's like, he's like, we have two choices. We can either fight or we can surrender. And that's it. And I'm just like, well, hold on now. Yeah. There is a, there is a third option. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, completely disengage, completely pull back, completely take your own initiative and build your own community and build your own food source and your own supply lines so that you don't rely on the government, man. You know, I've been talking it for a long time, but but it just clicked in my head the other, just like last week. And I was like, now, is he doing that on purpose? Or is this like, is this just something that he's just like not even really, it doesn't even occur to him that that's what needs to happen. And really, that's the only solution. The only solution is disconnecting and building our own thing, you know? Yeah, I think it's... uh it's a, you, you, yeah, you can't say that's the only solution too. You gotta, you gotta be fluid, Scott. You gotta yeah. be able to be like, okay, you want to get to where you got to go. You want to get to where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, You got to go work a straight job. Yeah. So you can do that. Once you get there, you still gotta, you still have to operate in the system a little yeah. bit. And so you need to leave that all the way open. Um, I mean, it, uh, there's very, very few people like, I don't want to live off the grid. I got yeah. city power still. I live on a land with a well and stuff and I got a water source if it all went bad, but like, like, you know, uh, living off grids really, really hard and takes yeah. years and years and years of, of getting ready to go to do that. And it, it's really uncomfortable. So, yeah. Yeah. So, just, just finding ways to operate or live up, basically exist as much as you can outside the system while still kind of, I don't know, you just living in it some, to some degree. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, I, I, I'm already like realizing like, man, I don't have anything. I mean, I've got tons of stuff to do, but if I don't go operate in a, in town every once in a while, I'm going to turn into a weirdo. Sure. 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 Just being out here by myself all day, every day until my wife comes home at, you know, seven o'clock at night. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think providing for yourself as much as possible while still, you know, being able to, to operate in, in a little bit within the system and, and still having a lot of like positive, um, community ties is, is the way to go. And it's cool when you get out in these rural areas, you get, you get to meet people and, and find people. So, um, especially down there, you're going to get that sort of Southern hospitality, I bet, and, and meet some really cool people that probably are more self-sufficient than we are and know how to do cool stuff. And there's more, um, traditional family heritage there than we have. Like we're all kind of, you know, cut off from our families around here. Nobody really goes back that far and, you know, you get out down there and, and it's uh, a little different. That's cool, man. That's awesome. So what are your, some of your goals now? It seems like you've accomplished a lot of your goals or even some of the stuff that we talked a year ago, you know, now you're actually living it, you know? So what are some of your goals coming up? I mean, my goal was to get out of town and then, um, you know, it's, it's just like, it's, it was, it's buying that next new thing. It's I, I got out of town now and it's just like, oh, it's still not, didn't cure it. You know, I still got to it's, it's not perfect. It's stressful and scary. And, um, I don't have any money anymore. <laughs> mm. And, uh, 
but um I, I you know this year we're we're getting the house our house is really screwed up we're just getting the house fixed up our kitchen's yeah. getting remodeled right now it's almost done and um i want to i want to get plants in the ground in the springtime i want to get um and maybe uh raise bees this year mm. and maybe get a dairy sheep and that's that's my goals i can't like look too far ahead because if i do i'll have a panic attack you know like i'm already worried about the planting season i got four thousand square feet um sectioned off to where i want to plant and uh i think if i try to do all that my first year i think it's i'm setting myself up for failure and burnout so maybe i might try to do half that i'm going to till it all up and get it all prepped but i'll probably plant like half of that that's awesome, man. That's really cool. It's exciting, man. I'm, I'm uh, hoping to be right there with you, man. That's so cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully by maybe this time next year, you know, I've got something going on in terms of that. And I just want to go network with other people, man, that are just doing the deal and just try to plug in where I can. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Have you looked at uh, land land prices over there? Oh, man, not even really. You know, I'm just going sight unseen. I'm pretty much uh, like part of my goal is to. Well, so I have a friend that's moving out there as well. Uh, I think they're moving within the next couple weeks. Uh, so I'm going to be, the plan originally was to go out together, but now it sounds like they're kind of in a little bit more of a hurry. Um, I've been helping them clear out of their current residence. Um, you know, moving sale last weekend, this weekend's pretty much going to be just putting up a free ad on Craigslist and just come grab whatever's left and then doing a couple dump runs or goodwill runs and stuff. And yeah, so I think they're pretty much out, but I'm going to stick around for a little bit. Um, so we talked about maybe I rent a room with them or something, but my other plan was just like going out living in like a freaking sober house or something for a couple <laughs> a yeah. month or so. That's always you an know? option. Yeah. yeah. Meet, you, I mean, you, you got good, good sobriety. You get to some meetings. You always, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. it's like um, how the, it's a, it's a networking system yeah. too, you know, like, yep. like the low level Masonics, you know, yeah. it's like you can, you can get in there and meet somebody that'll, that'll hook you up with a job or, or give you some hours worth of work or just, you know, just, just some way to get going. So. Yeah, that's, that's my, my two way plan is to get in with the recovery community and then also get plugged in with freedom cells, just kind of go from there. <laughs> so, yeah. And then just have it like a nice trip across the country. So, you know, I just, uh, I just got a new truck, man. Pretty oh, stoked congratulations, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first truck I've ever owned. I've always just driven like, you know, shitty cars. So what kind of truck you get? It's a 2013 Toyota Tacoma, four wheel drive, six speed manual. What'd that so cost like, you? Like yes. sixty five thousand dollars? No, something? not even, not even, not even. It's like well, so I financed it, right? But whatever. Yeah. You know. But but it's so like it's dude, a five speed, you said? Six speed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow, yeah, six yeah. speed. I used yeah, to dude. I had a two thousand five that was a five speed. Yeah. Yeah, apparently my credit's gone way up in the last like yeah that happens when you couple get sober, years man. like holy shit dude like they basically just gave it to me like here you go and it's like yeah. oh my god I'm like all right um, so anyway whatever dude so so I'm ready dude like the whole intention with that was like I wasn't gonna get across country in my little Ford Taurus my little 2007 Ford Taurus so now I'm ready to rock and roll man I'm just gonna have a leisurely trip across the country I don't know I might make some pit stops. Yeah, take stop your and, time, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never gotten to drive that far. The farthest yeah. I've ever driven is, I don't know. I drove from from I drove to Canada once, and I've driven to Mexico, but I've never driven east, really. Yeah, yeah. I was even thinking about maybe seeing if I could time it to where, like, I'm like I could just swing down through Texas for like Float, Float Fest. Fest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but I, I don't even know if I want to stick around here that long, but I could just take that long of a trip, man. Who cares? Like leave yeah. April and then just have a travel month, you know, just sight seeing, you know, maybe stopping like Denver and see Charlie, stop in Northern California, see legit bad guys or something like, <laughs> I don't know, you know? So yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. So it's all up in the air, but, but it's exciting. It feels good. It feels invigorating. And I'm just, uh, grateful to be in this position, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, and just document the journey too, man. That'd be kind of fun. Make a little documentary, like just, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's crazy. So what else is going on in your world? How's oh. the show, man? Well, tell, tell us or tell our listeners. I'm pretty sure there's quite a bit of overlap yeah. between our two shows, but anybody that may not be familiar, Adam has multiple shows going at all given times and, uh, for various different interests. So tell us a little bit about all your shows, dude. Well, I um, I have two shows. I have I don't. It's kind of weird. I have um, I started a show about a year and a half ago called Deborah Gets Red Pilled ah. with um, with my mother-in-law Deborah, where I would bring her on. She's kind of a blue-pilled uh, liberal from um, the Bay Area, and I would uh, bring her on and just expose her to a bunch of crazy conspiracy stuff and. Um, you know, we went, we've, we're over a hundred episodes in, she's been on most of them. And, um, you know, we've had some real intense moments the last few months, a couple episodes got real, real, uh, real personal. And, um, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to those, uh, you should go back and check them out. Um, which yeah. ones in particular? I remember it was like the seventies, like 73, 74. So there's one, I think 73, we had Klaus yeah. Schwab Jr. on. Oh yeah. And just in the, we do like, I don't do any editing cause I don't know how. So I just do like <laughs> a 20 minute intro. I pause. I do like a 20 minute intro with Deborah. We just talk about some current events, what's going on in our lives. And, um, you know, we, we got into some vaccine stuff on one of the intros and she just kind of went you know, said that the best, I thought I was going to lose my job, you know, and she thought the best solution for me to not lose my job was to get vaccinated, you know, or, um, so we had like a big blowout and, uh, it was pretty emotional. And then, um, we had a couple, a couple more, just kind of like that with just some like family stuff that happened around Thanksgiving. And, um, I was mad at her and I didn't know if I wanted to do the show with her anymore. So um, I started another show under the same RSS feed called mm -hmm. Into the Apocalypse with my friend uh, Chud X, who I know through, who's another Pacific Northwest uh, beginning homesteader like me. He lives up in Washington. And we met through um, doing some stuff with the Propaganda Report with Monica Perez. And, um, you know, I met him on like one of their like big group, group uh, Zoom meetings that they turn into an episode and um went to their homestead we went on a big road trip and we stopped at their homestead on the way and camped and now we're like really good friends with him and his wife they do a show called um the world as it is today is their new podcast and they were just on with false reality check too so go check cool. that one out but um yeah so uh him and i do a show where we talk um we don't we used to do a lot of geo geopolitical stuff deborah and i and um when I got him on the show, he's uh, he's an outside the box thinker like me. And when we first met each other, we kind of connected that we both were well versed in anarchy and the libertarian right libertarian movement 
and you know um economics and stuff like that and we know it so well that it's gotten just boring and seems that what once seemed like it was like the most perfect answer to everything we've come to realize it's not going to change anything so um you know we've come to the conclusion that we've got to do stuff for ourselves in more of an agoristic way but when we uh, first met we kind of found out that we both felt that way we connected about um the shape of the earth and talk you know not believing it one way or the other i mean i believe in it one way now he's still on the fence or just not not willing to say what he is and uh just being open to anything and connecting about um we both really enjoy uh crow triple seven and just uh so on our show we're doing just weird stuff we might we i'm trying to uh get some people to come on and do some real anthony fauci stuff because we haven't touched it for a while but we're doing uh all just um we did a lot of tartaria um which is my one of my favorite things to talk about and then uh last month we did a lot of cryptid stuff we'd never really broached that topic on the show so um yeah it's just going all sorts of different crazy ways and uh it's really cool to be able to talk to somebody who who entertains everything the same way i do and he he told me a good way to look at everything is he even before he believes it he puts him he said he convinces he tells himself okay i am this and like lives his life in that manner without without being convinced yet you know yeah totally that's awesome man so yeah everybody go check out deborah gets redville just search that in your podcast player and you can get all the into the apocalypse episodes and everything so man yeah i love what you do man it's freaking awesome uh I, I just I I've, I've I have yet to make up my mind one way or the other too, man. Like I, when it comes to whatever it is that we're living on, uh, I I just I, and here's the thing too. And I used to be this way about vaccines, man. I was just like, I was like, well, I think that's still a little bit too far for me to go. But I also know in the back of my mind that once I start looking into it, there's no going back. I don't know if I'm really yeah. ready to make that plunge. But at the same time. Everything I hear about it from people that are uh, that that have already figured it out or have already made up that you know that that's what they believe are very convincing, man. Uh, you know, I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to a lot of like Owen Benjamin, dude. That shit's yeah. like fucking next level, dude. Like, wow. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I've been put- uh, going back through my. If you do, you subscribe to Higher Side Chats. Uh, yes. Well, I know I'm not a paid subscriber, but I do his on my playlist, but yeah. It's cool if you are, cause you can go back through the whole archive. I just went back and listened to like the first Eric Dubay okay. um, episode in like 2015 and it's, it's rad, man. It's a good episode. Yeah. And okay. I went back and I've been going back and I've been kind of, I've been really bored. I, I listened like about a quarter of my podcast feed is, is libertarian, like uh post-libertarian and cap shows, you know, and I'm just yeah. been so bored with it lately. So yeah, I've been going back and listening to old crow episodes and old old uh Greg Carlwood stuff and just enjoying weirdness. It's cool, man. I'm just out here like chopping wood and driving a tractor and listening to podcasts. It's fun. But um yeah, I mean you don't have to believe you can believe anything you want. I'm I'm cool with you. Um as long as you realize that nasa is full of shit oh yeah and neil degrasse tyson is is not the guy and that <laughs> bill nye isn't a isn't even a scientist and even if he was i wouldn't believe anything that that guy says so 
Absolutely. Yeah, no. Anybody that's propped up or that represents the establishment, you're automatically in the distrust pile, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Okay, so this may be just a rookie amateur question, but like, what would what, what do you believe is the most compelling argument against a globe earth? A compelling argument against it? Like, why? Yeah, yeah. What told what, us? Yeah, it's why? It's a globe what, earth. Or just, or, well, either that or what would be the most compelling argument towards a flat earth or something other than a round earth? So are you, are you hard set on flat earth or are you just kind of like, well, I know it's not a globe. I know it's not a globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, too. That's where yeah. I'm at, too. I, I, I don't believe anything that, that NASA tells me. You know, I don't no. believe any of it. They're, they're, they're liars. You know, they okay, lie so about everything. What's some of the bullshit with NASA? The I know a little landing. bit about this. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what's some of the what's some of the points that really drive that home in your just, mind? Just the fact that we're on just everything they tell us about how we're in an ever expanding universe that's constantly getting further and further away from everything else, and that we're spinning on a ball backwards, you know, at a thousand miles an hour. I mean, you could take it back to, you know, Moral Bob talks about it all the time. It's just eight eight inches per mile squared, you know, like mm. that's all you can curvature. Think like why, yeah. why, why are, why, if you look at a, why, if you look at New York city, are the buildings parallel? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Like the little, like the little cityscape behind me there. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I built, <laughs> I built, I built, uh, I built elevators for forever. I was just on a huge building in downtown Portland and over 35, I put up elevator rails, 35 stories high, you know, with, by their math at the top, at the top of 35 stories, two elevators, elevator rails next to each other shouldn't be parallel anymore. And they are. Mm, interesting. I mean, that's, that's as basic as it goes. I don't like to, I don't, I'm not the guy that knows so much about flat earth that I can sit yeah. there and debate about it, but totally, you know, absolutely. It's kind of like, once you arrive at this conclusion, it's like, okay, one of the more compelling things I heard recently, was like, okay, so if you imagine, right, so you have your earth and you have the moon spinning around the earth, Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. So as, but then the earth is moving too. So yeah. if you have the moon spinning around, it's like, so you, as, as the earth is going, it's going to have to, as it's coming around here, it's going to have to speed way up to catch up to the earth as it's moving. And then it's uh -huh. going to fling around. Then it's going to have to slow, like, and it's going to have to like put, it's like being pushed by the earth and it's going to have to slow way down as it gets right here. And then it just whips back around. So it's like moving. Yeah, and like a like, tilt a world. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's like speeding up and like creating this massive acceleration and then basically slowing to a stop and then just massive acceleration. Like, is that what it's doing? Yeah. I don't know about that. Cause it's like, it's, it looks to me like it's just kind of just hanging out there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think um, we've all been so dumbed down to not even to trust what we see you know i i i can see i can see things around me that i know are true i can yeah. see that you know three million people or whatever neil ferguson said was going to happen mm. didn't happen you know mm -hmm. i can and i didn't know you know what the you know what a a, a big uh one that i always bring up to deborah is like you're you're from the 60s you know you know, how many people did you know that died in, in Vietnam? And it's like, everybody knew a couple, right? Everybody yeah. at that time. Yeah. Had an uncle, their, their, their friend's brother, you know, something like that. And over 
10 years or whatever the Vietnam War was, 60,000 Americans yeah. died. Yeah. How many people, like I know I have, I have, you know, my mom had a boyfriend that died in Vietnam, you know, so it's touched, it's touched me. Um, how, how many people do most people know that have died of the problem with the air? Yeah. None. And that's supposedly a million people over two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that ain't right. I mean, I've, I do know a couple people recently who, uh, like, you know, what, what was told I died of COVID. Right. And you I know that, you know, him personally. Yeah. I know these people who said like my mom or another guy said my girlfriend. Um, but of course I always ask, well, so, you know, I, I didn't ask right away, but I recently had the opportunity to follow up with one of the people because it's kind of insensitive. You know, you don't want to put them right on the spot, like right, right after it happens and be like, oh yeah, well, what the fuck, blah, 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 blah. But I was able to just, you know, kind of gently have a conversation and just be like, well, were they in the hospital when it happened? Yeah. Were they on a ventilator when it happened? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's really the big argument, you know, it's just like, there are other options. <laughs> a ventilator. I ain't no doctor, dude. But like the doctors that I've talked to say there are other options. So that's where it gets frustrating, man. Like, it's just like, that's, that's the whole problem is that there are other treatment options. And the fact that they're being denied it, that's what's going to make this the biggest crime in human history. But I mean, are we even still playing COVID? I mean, it doesn't even seem like it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Uh, not it's, it's not It's not a thing where I live anymore, so. No, totally. Uh, I mean, it's definitely still a thing here, but it's just fascinating how just in the blink of an eye overnight that everything is just like, I mean, that just tells you right there that whatever it is they're doing out in the world, they're trying to just get as far away from COVID as possible because that ship is uh, sinking real, real quick. Yeah, I mean, that meme that I posted a meme the other day and it's like the most perfect one I've ever seen. And it's like, it's like an arm it says CNN and it's like reaching into the back of the, the, the computer on an NPC guy's head. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. taken out, he's taken out the, I got my booster and he's yep. putting in, I support Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or the other one I've seen, it's, um, it's like the NPC meme. It's like a profile picture, like the NPC guy. And then like the border around it says, I support the current thing. Yeah. Just whatever it is. Just whatever it is. I have no principles. I have no values that I can rely on or stand on. It's just whatever the TV tells me to care about, I'm just going to put that as my profile picture. And now everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> like, yeah. What is that? Hey, it's guess what? A- guess what, guys? I stand with the Ukrainian people, and I also stand with the Russian people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anybody that's a victim of these chess masters at the top, manipulating everybody, dude. But yeah, Excellent. we I made the announcement on our last show that that it's it's an op. And we're not yeah. even we're not even gonna cover it. Like, exactly, it's so exactly. Stupid. I don't I heard, give, I don't give a fuck about yeah. the Russian Ukrainian no. border at all. No, no, it's insane. I'm much dude. more concerned about what's going on in Canada than I am on what's going on in in fucking Russia. Yeah, what are your thoughts on all the Canadian things? Like, or the Canadian like particularly? Okay, so this I is mean, a good that, thing to that do. left the news cycle right quick, right? Yeah. Exactly. But uh, so what are your thoughts on uh, now that seems to be kind of fomenting here in the United States, a similar thing? Oh, the the rally. Like, yeah, dude, I'm doing some trucker yeah, convoy. I, I, they're what they're picking up. They're driving to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. Mm-hmm. They see, you know, what happened in January a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, what the what the fuck? 
What do yeah, they think dude. is going to happen when they go? In, what are they going to encircle the White House with their trucks and think that that's going to be they're going to get awesome results from that? Yeah, you saw what happened in Canada, dude. It was just it's just the problem reaction solution. They were able to take that, leverage it, and you know, there's questions on whether or not what, that whole thing was what, controlled. What is the goal? Have they come out with a mission statement that's the goal and who's in charge yeah. and who's participating, like and what the tactics are? Because I haven't dude. heard. It. I don't watch the news. I don't have TV. I don't. I don't fuck around with any of this stuff. I mean, I got you know, I'd I'd like to be. I don't want to be that that guy that's like, oh, it's an op, it's an op, everything's an op. It kind of seemed like, you know, that Canadian thing was somewhat organic. Maybe it started with yeah. some controlled opposition and, you know, but, but I mean, the people on every overpass on the highways in Canada wasn't, wasn't, yeah. you know, controlled. That was yeah. organic. Yeah, I agree. But have but... you, have you heard what the, who's in charge or what's going to, what, what the idea is going to be? No, I, I heard an interview with some guy who was claiming to represent the United States trucker convoy. And, and I can't even remember what he said, but he was just basically was the it same. Was on InfoWars or OAN? Was, I believe it was on InfoWars, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but basically it was the same rhetoric, you know, like we are going to, you know, position ourselves in a place and demand that we get our rights back, you know what I mean? And it's like. What okay. rights do they want back? Yeah, I, I don't know. They haven't, I, I don't remember that. So anyway. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're the yeah. last state that makes people wear masks, so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so I don't know, man, but it, it, to me, you know, that's where that's where the problem is. It's like, do we just completely stand, and this is back to that thing I was saying earlier, where it's like, we either roll over and take it, we fight, or what? We, we, we get out. So, the full fighting piece, or, or engaging them on this level, you know, it seems like it's just inviting more mayhem and, and more tyranny. It's just going to invite more tyranny. But yeah. at the same time, do we just roll over and take it? So I don't know. That's the tricky part. I don't know. I mean, it almost feels like, uh, I mean, the kind of way that I've been looking at it is like, you know, I, I would have gone to the rally had I been able to, right? But at the same time, that's just like, maybe it's just stealing our energy a little bit. Yeah, we I mean, can be spending that, that time. Going to that rally was cool. I wanted to hear yeah, yeah. about Big Tree talk. I like the yeah. Big Tree, but I'm not, I have no idea in my mind that that, did anything yeah yeah exactly but they're talking to they're preaching to a, a couple hundred people out of the whole state of oregon to the choir yeah. you know yeah it's yeah. cool it's cool to go and, and be with people that you that, that totally think like you but i mean totally it made me realize like oh shit there's some crazy shit going on like i never i'd never seen antifa before and i saw yeah. them there it's like oh man i'm glad i don't live in portland because these yeah. are not even real people these are real npcs yeah you know, absolutely. And, uh, you know, made me thankful for that. Then I went to the fucking no agenda meetup afterwards and people yeah. wearing fucking masks at it. Yep. I had that same and I experience. Told, I told some lady that she didn't have to wear a mask and she argued with me that she did. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I went up there and I made some good connections with those folks. Like there's some awesome people, but I agree. It's just like, I, I just, I just wrote it off and attributed it just to the, just to the absolute indoctrination you get just living in Portland, just being, ex just the atmosphere. It's just in the air, dude. Like it's just, you can't, but, but at the same time, yeah, dude, no excuse. I'm not excusing it. I'm just, I mean, I empathize. I, if you were, if you wear a mask around me like now and you're yeah. somewhat, uh, we're somewhat friendly with each other. I'm, I just, I'm going to ridicule, ridicule <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, at my last week of work, I just made fun of everybody. Oh, everybody man. Made, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, man. So, I, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. Like, I mean, well, I just. I mean, I, get, I mean, there's probably some people at that No Agenda meetup that I really like. Yeah. And there's probably some people that I'm not, I wouldn't connect with. And that would be, yeah. that, you know, that lady can't be in my foxhole. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, they're marking them. They're, they're showing themselves to us. I mean, yeah. I don't care if you're, if you're brainwashed and it's, it's just cause you're indoctrinated and that you can't get out of it because you live in Portland. I don't care. I know people in Portland that don't do that. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's going yeah. along to get along and that that's not like something I can really get down with. So. Yeah. Me neither, man. Like I'm moving all the way across the country just to avoid this bullshit, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've kind of wrestled with that too a little bit. Like, do you stay and fight? But it's like for me, man. Like I, I feel like I. Put all you it, gotta do is you, all you gotta do is get out of the city, dude. All you yeah. gotta do is get away from these fucking hard, fucking liberal areas that are in yeah. our in our community in our state. Yeah, and it's it's a whole different deal. Yeah, yeah, true. I've been true. here. Since, I've been here since August. And I've been asked to wear a mask one time. Yeah, in in my county, and I in in here and where I go shopping and do stuff in Washington too. Yeah, we were, yeah out, we were out yeah. in Astoria yesterday with Deborah. Deborah's in town, so we were out. Oh, we nice! Went, we went out there and got some uh, seafood, and we, they have like this like uh, really nice grocery, like co-op grocery store. And this, this real effeminate little guy came up and and he goes, "Um, hi. Do you want this mask to wear for when you're in the store?" And he's like holding it out. And I just say, "No, I don't." And he said, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> he turned around <laughs> and scurried off. Oh man. Yeah. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't out. do it. You know, I had to do it to go to the dentist last week. I had to ah. do it to get some glasses a month ago, but you know, um, I, I just don't do it. And it sucks because it's like, I'm with Deborah and I'm like having like some weird anxiety feelings. Like if we go to this restaurant, I don't want to make a scene in front of Deborah, but it was awesome. Deborah and I went to, uh, over to Longview today because I needed. She put me on her family plan for my for her phone, so it's way nice. cheaper for me. And uh, yeah, she didn't wear she didn't wear a mask in the AT and T. What? Yeah, so it's awesome. We're the that's... only ones. We're the only ones in there. Wow. What did she? Did you ask her about it afterwards? Nope. No. Man, I mean, that's that's got to be invigorating. That's some life changing stuff for somebody yeah. that's like, yeah, that's you know. It, I used to call it like the, the new extreme sport, being able to walk into a store without a mask. So for somebody, you know, like Deborah, that's huge. That's a huge victory. Yeah, man. I mean, if I wasn't there, she would have. She wouldn't have done it. But. Totally, totally. But still, still, I'm, I'm sure that was. I mean, that's, that's cool. braver than some lady who's scared to do it at the No Agenda meetup where you're. Hundred percent, dude. You don't have to. Yeah, that's a hundred percent right. Like, dude, you, you, we can always hold that over them. Like, dude, even Deborah, come on, you guys watch the show, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> even Deborah is going mad without a mask. Come on now. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Well, yeah. Oh, man. Sorry to get it all bogged down in this whole mask thing. It just bugs me. It's all right. No, it bugs me to no end, dude. Like It's like, it's they almost like. It, oh, they said March 12th. Yeah, the that's last what I saw. Here. They keep moving it back a couple of days every few days. Yeah, well. I, moving you know, it I, up, bumping it up. It started March 31st. Yep, I saw that. Well, they that also pushed. went to the 19th, now it's the 12th. Well, also, they, they did the, the Oregon Health Authorities rolling out the digital vaccine passport, right? That was supposed to come out on the 9th, and they pushed that out till like the end of March now. So that that is coming. What's supposedly. that for? Uh, well, so it's supposedly voluntary, but um, Oregon Health Authority has an app 
that they're going to be rolling out for businesses to voluntarily choose whether or not to require. Yeah, but see, like that's, that's you, yeah, yeah. you don't even have to worry about yeah. that. Like that's not that's going to work. That's going to be a thing in Portland. Yeah, that's it. totally. At, 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 so certain restaurants, certain in Portland, there's going to be mask mandates. There's going to be restaurants Forever. that are enforcing it for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's places that are going to enforce vaccines. There's a pizza place right by Powell's Books at the um, Sizzle Pie Pizza. Yeah. Um, on uh, Burnside, and they weren't, they were not serving the construction guys from my job site at the walk-up window without yeah. masks. Yeah. Yeah, there's a sizzle pie here too. They're pretty gross. They're pretty atrocious. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they were checking if you walk if you went in to eat, they were checking papers. So. Oh God. That's so gross. But so um gross. yeah, I mean, who cares? Like if you wanna if you wanna go do stuff in, in big cities, that's what you're gonna deal with. I have no desire to do it. I'm forty two years old. I'm I'm done. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's cool. I, I like I love where I live out here. You know, it's yeah. like it bought the one thing that gets under my skin is like when people talk about Oregon as if it's Portland. It's yeah. not. It's not, you know, man. It's Portland, Salem and Eugene. You know, yep. other than that, it's 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 fucking West Virginia, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I was tell I had this guy, Bo Kennedy, on my show from the Bump podcast mm-hmm. talking about um, Appalachia and and Bigfoot and stuff. And uh, I was telling him like uh, there's there's areas where i live like close to me that look like you know haulers in west virginia you know so i I was telling him where i live is probably closer to you know appalachia the you know i remember one time i was listening to like uh, the propaganda report monica Mm -hmm. perez was talking about like if you don't want to if you don't want gun rights and stuff i mean just go live in in oregon you know and it's like I mean, it's not the perfect here. We don't have constitutional carry, but it's still, still pretty good. I have an yeah. AK-47. You can't get that in California where she lives. And like, so yeah, just yeah. that's the one thing that kind of bugs me, you know, like there's that map that shows like uh, um, why it would be so tough to take over America. And it's showing like Southern Cal, all the different parts of California. And it's like, it's like, deli- it shows like you know, Appalachia, it's like rednecks with guns and it shows just like the whole Pacific Northwest and just says this area wouldn't be very hard. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Logging is a pretty rough business, you know? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, so speaking of taking over a country, I don't want to get into the whole nonsense, but like, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, nuclear bombs? Do you think they're real or no? No, I don't think they're real. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just started tapping into that rabbit hole a little bit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's some interesting stuff. There. And so, so it's one of those things where I can't sit here and and argue with you, yeah. like the finer points of it. But you know, we got yeah. what we got Fukushima. People mm-hmm. live there, right? Mm-hmm. We got Hiroshima. They dropped a nuclear bomb on it. People moved right back in. There's all yep. the, you know old nuclear physicists that drink, you know, water that has has uh what's it called radiation in it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean it's people are it's i think it's a tool to use to to scare people you know yeah yeah it's like have you ever seen that movie the village that m night Shyamalan movie yeah i like that i I generally don't like that guy but i remember watching that movie and i thought it was pretty good yeah i love actually watched it again recently i love it and it's like it kind of reminds me of like those we do not speak of the big red monsters that live outside the city and it's like it's just it's there as a mythology to kind of 
keep you in fear, you know what I mean? Like the, the mutually assured destruction element of it, just to keep everybody in line, right? But Yeah, I mean, they told kids in, in my parents' yeah. day that they should hide, if there was a nuclear bomb, that they need to hide under their desk. Exactly. And, that and that's so insane. Okay. I mean, how evil is that, though? But I, I mean, mean how co- evil COVID is that? Stu- COVID, yeah, COVID stuff's the same as duck and same cover. Same exact thing. Exactly, dude. It's exactly the same thing. And it's like, we think we're going through traumatic times, but at the same time, like, I've thought about this multiple times. Like, it's like, can you imagine the absolute trauma inflicted on that generation to where oh, it's yeah. like, I mean, at any given that's, second? That's why any, those people are the ones still wearing masks. Yeah. Oh, that's it right there. That They got triggered the, hard. The, boom, the boomers have had the biggest psyop in the whole world run on them. Yeah, that's that would, why, that that's would... why they're the way they are. They're the most frustrating, selfish, yeah. just generation of all. And they, they can't be reached. Yeah, I agree, man. And they have to probably. They've had game run on them since day one. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's a lot. Of, I mean, that that seems like that would be even worse than COVID, dude. That would be worse than COVID. Like just that the, the the pending imminent thought of like a nuclear explosion at any given second that would just wipe out everybody. And just, but imagine how imagine how a little six year old kid yeah. in, Port, in Portland, whose mom is crazy, COVID crazy, feels right now. That's that's exactly what I was getting to. So now you know this generation, like it's just it's so sad, man. Like this generation who's who had parents that were completely bought in. I mean, they're just fractured, man. Like, yeah, it sucks to think about because I would have been. Oh, my mom would have put me number one in line. She's like, yeah. oh, his name's Adam, and his last name starts with A. He gets to go yeah. first, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. My last name Armstrong starts with A yeah. too. Yeah. I'm always first. I was, I'm like, always, yeah, first. I was always first in line. Yep, me too. Yep. Oh my god. That's so sad, man. Yeah, my so, mom my mom got cancer and didn't tell anybody in the family about it, but got her booster and called me on the phone to tell me, you know. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, your mom has like cancer currently? No, it was a while oh, back. A while back. Okay, okay. But she didn't like tell anybody. Yikes. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But, you know, if you talk if I talk to her on the phone, which I do every 3 months, yeah, that's the first thing that comes up is something about vaccinations or how somebody at their gated their like retirement community that they live in tested positive. You know, first three mm-hmm. sentences. Yeah, yeah. And I just gotta, I just gotta button it. It's just like, oh, yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I uh I see a lot of like young people around here who are like like you know there's a larger percentage of people like in stores that don't wear masks you know it's it's definitely increased just in the last like two weeks and like even like I go to the gym and like there are certain people that I know particularly like through recovery who are like super ultra masky type people and they still go to the gym and they wear their mask but just just in the last week I've seen them like hey what's up and they're not wearing their mask I'm like okay Something is shifting. Something huge is shifting. But I've noticed just in like the last month, there is a lot of youngsters running around like high school kids. You know what I mean? Like no mess. So I'm like, yes. That's yes. good to hear. Yeah. I wonder what that is. You know, honestly, um, I know that there's been like little pockets of high schoolers standing up, uh, you know, organizing like uh, mask, you know, no mask walkouts or like if they get kicked out, they just in mass like leave I, I, the school. I, I see those too, but I think those are like or- orchestrated by parents. Yeah. I remember sure, we sure. did like a walkout in high school and I didn't care about what the, <laughs> what the event was. It's sure. Like, oh, I'm not going to get in trouble for leaving school today at 10 a.m. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'll go smoke cigarettes across the street all day. Like, cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But I think, I think they're getting it somehow, which is very encouraging. So yeah. I don't know, man, it could I go mean, either I way. Mean, you know, you usually don't want to do what your parents 
did. But the, uh, it's a whole different generation. It's a it's a total pussified generation yeah. because because millennials are fucking pussies and they're the ones that are parents now and they babied their kids and fucking you know yeah you know i found out recently that i'm technically a millennial yeah i'm, uh, I'm, I'm not, not i know i think it's like the cutoffs i'm 83 i think the cutoff uh let me see if i can find it here i think the cutoff am, was like right around like 83 82 something gen, like that. gen x i think yeah, here we go. So according to the Pew Research Center, millennials were born between 1981 and 1996. Holy shit. So I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that were that are like <laughs> uh, 40 years old. They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm a fucking millennial? Yeah. So sorry, folks. Sorry to bust, burst your bubble. But yes, if you're 40 years old, you are a millennial. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But but yeah, dude. What did you say you are? Gen X? I think so. Maybe yeah, yeah. Gen Z. What's Gen Z? Gen Z. Let's see. Hold on. Uh oh wait Gen Z uh 77 to 83 yeah that's me uh squeezed in next to the micro generation of zennials that's this is dumb yeah generation x so i would say generation x oh 1965 but, to 1980 yeah but yeah. yeah but i'm like i'm not really that that either yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah yeah generation z is 1997 or after yeah okay and then, yeah, and so I guess now they're the Zoomers, right? Yeah. All these kids being born now, dude. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> Definitely start learning to grow food now because those little bastards are gonna be running the show here in about yeah twenty years. <laughs> oh my god, man. Hell yeah. Let's see. Anything else on your radar, dude? Um. No, not really, man. How's uh, go ahead? I was just gonna say, like, I was uh just looking at what you guys got going on, like, um, the new artwork, uh, bags. Big shout out yeah. to bags that at bags draws shit, on Instagram. Yeah, I uh, I, I reached out to him about doing the cover art for the new show here, and he busted out that piece. I, you know, I commissioned it so it was a paid piece, but he just nailed it, dude. It's so cool. I was like, I had this vision of like. Like, I don't know, like just like a ru- pile of rubble, like the 9-11 tower, like a pile of rubble with like all these conspiracy related stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like he, just, he did an awesome job. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah dude. Uh, let's see. What else? So like your telegrams off the hook too, dude. I love that. You guys are like, you've got this awesome little community of other people that are like homesteading and doing the deal, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. It's uh, I I try to get um everybody in there to talk about solutionary things, yeah. and I don't want people in there like reposting things about how Anthony Fauci sucks. Like we already all yeah. all know that. Like yeah. um, so it's cool. People are in there talking about um fermentation and canning and when to plant certain things, and you know just all all this stuff, and it's cool. I uh, I really enjoy it, and um, yeah, Telegram's cool. Um, yeah, you you just started one, huh? Yeah, I just started one for this show. Yeah, I I like to do. Uh, I'm gonna do just like meme depository. Like I've got some good meme hookups, so I just like to just flood it with memes. You know what I mean? Just to keep 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 uh, keep people laughing. You know, through the the meme war here. But yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, also, what's the plan for the show? Okay, so kind of the idea uh, was like rebunked. You know, all the things that were debunked or that people have debunked or claimed or debunked are now starting to come true. So what do we call that? Rebunked? That's kind of what I've been saying. So, you know, we're 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 acknowledging and celebrating the wins as they come, you know, like like uh 
I had Ryan Christian, Last American Vagabond, on the first episode. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And- Sorry. Sorry. You you set yourself up with all these amazing guests, and you get me. No, dude, you're the best, man. Like you're you're I'm one not, of the I'm homies. Not the best. You're, you're one of the best. You're awesome, man. I freaking <laughs> love you to death, man. And so it's like, like your story and your journey is just like so so awesome and inspiring, man. And it's like, uh, no, 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 no. It's all good. Uh, but like you know, Ryan, like I can't think of anybody who's like kind of just categorized and just kind of documented the the collapse of the narrative and so like you know that's kind of like part of it he's amazing man the best thing about him is that he calls people out by name yeah like he was on he was on ripple effect i messaged ricky right after it was like we need we need to call out people like there's famous uh people that are in like the famous in the libertarian community that that are like everybody's like oh so this person is is has you know never is right about everything. And if you go back and listen to old stuff, they're, they're COVID terrified. And it's yeah. like, I, oh, I, I don't, you're off, you're off my team now, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I probably, probably know what you're talking about, but anyway, yeah, yeah the guy that's a uh, guy that knows a lot about foreign policy and yeah, yeah. Uh, anti-war. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I can't get down with them anymore. Yeah. 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 I heard some like, yeah. Anyway. But uh, I was going to ask you something about that, too, like something related to that. I'll get back to that in just a sec. But, uh, like, yeah, so, you know, I want to just, like, talk about the stuff as it's being – and really it's just kind of just going to be a show about whatever. But solution-focused. I really feel like that's going to be something that I really, really, really want to focus on. And, like, not only just documenting my personal journey as I try to get more involved with that sort of stuff, more hands-on, uh, but also – you know, I just feel like as you wake up, as people wake up, as people start to see the world for what it really is, it leads you to this place where it's like, God, I got to take my life into my, no one's coming to rescue me. No one's coming to save me. So I have to do this on my own. You know, it's like, uh, I've, I've mentioned this before, but have you ever seen the movie? I think we, you and I actually have talked about it, that 2013 movie called The Conspiracy. That movie is so good. Right? Yeah. It's such a great movie. Like it's so Nobody knows good. about it. I've, I've, I know. I've rented that movie. I've read it like once a year on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm ever like dating a, a, a new girl, I'm always like, "Hey, you, you got to watch this movie." You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's yeah. Like, that's always like date three or four. It's like, dude, you got to watch this movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, it, it's funny though because like in the movie. There's a scene like halfway through, like as he's waking up, he's like online researching like off grid communities and stuff. And it just like, like that just tells me that, you know, even back then, like it just doesn't matter. Like you you look at all these people, like as you wake up, the natural sequence of events is eventually you're going to get to a place where it's like, fuck, I got to fucking get off the grid and fuck all this shit, you know, completely. So, uh, you know, just documenting that and just, just bringing solutions to the table, man. Like I really, really want to get more plugged in with a lot of these other shows that are doing that sort of stuff and talking about that sort of stuff. And just like looking at some of the guests that are doing big things and just like, yeah, man, I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of open-ended. I don't want to put it in a box and say what it is or what it isn't. Yeah. Just let it go where it goes. Yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just talking to people, you know, I've got all these amazing connections and all these people that I've like gotten to know over the last couple of years, just podcasting. And it's just like, it's great, man. I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's uh, part of the freedom of, of being by yourself now too. Is you can just do whatever the whatever the hell you want, and you don't have to um, run it by anybody. Yeah, and uh, you can you can twist it down the road. It's like what Dean did. You know, Dean started yeah. as like a hardcore conspiracy show, and now yeah. you know you can't even describe what he's doing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, I love what Dean's doing, man. And that kind of like was what I was going to ask you about, like the whole like uh, 
libertarian thing. It's just like, so he did a whole episode on it a couple episodes ago. Uh, that whole like Thaddeus Russell, like freaking, uh, yeah, that was, that was Stephen Karshner thing. And like that, that was, so you've kind of witnessed my like libertarian, like evolution, right? Like you're in the beginning, like, like I, like I've talked about, like I, uh, started reading Derek bros, his, uh, the conscious resistance trilogy. So it was talking very much about agorism and like Samuel Conkin and all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. That's like what I've been doing with like the freedom cell stuff for like the last year. So I kind of like found myself kind of inadvertently in like, like, wow, I guess I'm an agorist or a libertarian. I don't know. Right. And then all that Stephen Karshner, professor Stephen Karshner bullshit comes out where he's all like, well, I don't really see anything wrong with having sex with one-year-olds like that seems like there's some evolutionary advantage of that i'm like what the fuck and it's like he's a libertarian professor and i'm like what the fuck and then it's like so now am i gonna have to like if i say like i have like libertarian ideals like am i gonna have to like preface that by saying although i don't support having sex with one-year-olds like what the fuck is this i mean if you're i don't know i I don't think so but i mean that's i mean there was there was fucking cia agents in the living room where the libertarian party was was created in 1970 Mm. there was there was spooks in there Mm. so like why wouldn't there be a a a, some fucking weirdo uh college professor plant who says he's a libertarian they've already i mean john brennan's already said that that if you're a libertarian you're a domestic terrorist oh god yeah like why wouldn't they put some guy have some guy that says he's a libertarian talk about having sex with one-year-olds, you know, I can't, I, I, you know, I, and it's weird. It's weird too, because that, all that stuff, that wasn't a new episode. That episode was like two years old. Yeah. But I mean, I can't get down with, I mean, it sucks. Thaddeus Russell was awesome, you know? And I don't, I know he doesn't want people to have sex with one-year-olds. I know it's, it's, um, I'm not going to say it's out of context what he said, but it's it's a shitty hill to die on it's a stupid it's a stupid one for him to try to do i know i understand that there's these people that like that you know that like to mess around with philosophy and do all these thought experiments and stuff like that and i know there's people that that probably do believe you know that that professor sounded pretty pretty set on how he felt about child sex um i don't know i heard um Thaddeus Russell go on Michael Malice like yeah, right, at, right after it happened and and I felt like Michael Malice kind of softballed him a little bit but you know he pushed him on some stuff and and uh Thaddeus Russell was still like saying like oh it should be up to the parents if an if an eight-year-old should be able to have sex with an adult he, like because Michael Malice was like well would, wouldn't you say that the state needs to step in in that situation. And he was like, no, I think it should be the parents decision. It's a whole thing. And I don't think yeah. if you want to call yourself a libertarian, you need to justify <laughs> that you're against having sex with children. Like, yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. But I think that calling your yourself a libertarian, you might have to justify that you're not into having sex with other men. So, <laughs> okay, there you go. That's fucking awesome. Okay. There you go. That's it's hilarious. just so boring. And I feel like <laughs> yeah. most of the people that are like involved in the, in the actual libertarianism and like political party of it are just, are just more blue pilled people who don't know how to raise a chicken and don't have any desire to, they want to talk about doing a bunch of stuff that's never, ever going to happen. And, you know, it's a, you know, the pure libertarianism is, is perfect. And it's, I think the people that, that, that push it are 
usually sort of autistic and not good speakers. And if it, if it's what people, if, if pure freedom is what people wanted, it's what we'd have. People don't yeah. want it. It's not going to happen. We're never going to live in Ancapistan. It's, it's not a real deal though. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to create as much of that as I can on my own, you know, like I'm, I'm almost free here. I mean, I'm, you know, I pay a mortgage and I have taxes and shit. That sucks. I mean, I don't really pay taxes anymore. I guess my wife does, but, um, yeah, I mean the only, my own, like, I'm so happy that I was able to get red pilled on conspiracies and economics and libertarianism and freedom at the same time, because I didn't have to like try to figure it out through a different lens. And it's like, I can just go, I understand it all. Now. I can go and have fun times talking about Antarctica and Nazis mm-hmm. and the hollow earth, you know? So yeah, absolutely. nobody's, nobody's coming to help. Like you said, Scott, it's just, yeah. it's just us, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, making friends and finding people that have stuff in common with you and, um, finding like a really good partner and, and raising a family and like, you know, that's that's revolutionary these days so we should yep. try our best to be revolutionary yep i agree man i'm right there with you and so like i know where my uh weaknesses are as far as that goes and like you're a huge inspiration for what i want to do and the direction i want to take my life so that's freaking awesome man yeah man so. you should come check out the check out the place before you take off i should do that yeah i'll, I'll do that dude sounds good yeah. it's uh yeah, yeah it's the opposite direction as tennessee from you but you know. That's all right. I can just swing up. I can swing up through the northern part and then just get on 84 and head out that way. There you oh, go. yeah. That's a good drive, man. Yeah. 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 Shit, man. Anything else? Any final thoughts? No, man. I think we, uh, I think we did it. Hell have, yeah. Get, we'll get you back on our show. You should have me back on. We'll get shut yeah. on and we'll talk about weird stuff, not just yeah, the dude. same uh, boring homestead stuff that I always talk about. No, but it's important, man. I think we just need to just like, like make it exciting. Like just like, I love your Instagram, dude. Like, like you're just, you're posting all your projects and it's just like, that's, I'm like, damn it. That's what I want. Like, it may seem, uh, you know, like you're, you're, you're built, putting in a sink or whatever, but it's like, you know what? That's where I want to be, man. Like it's, it's all good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. You want to plug your stuff? Like where can the folks find you and listen to all your stuff? Yeah. Deborah gets red pilled into the apocalypse on the Deborah gets red pilled RSS feed. We got uh, Instagram, we got Twitter, and yeah, get into our Telegram chat. It's yeah. just Deborah gets red pilled. The link to it, I think, is in our um, Instagram. If you get in there, um, DM me. If you're in the chat group, I'll give you 15% off to get into some of our new merch. We got two new really awesome shirts. We got a, mm-hmm. uh, the shirt that Bags drew of, of Chud X and I is floating in outer space and spacesuits. And then we also have the uh, Meriwether Lewis didn't kill himself shirt. So that's kind of an Hell inside yeah. joke for our show, a Tartarian joke, if you will. Yeah. But um, yeah, get in there and uh, we'd love to hear from everybody. Email us, tell us who you want to hear. If you can talk intelligently about something uh, interesting, hit me up, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Oh, then how can they email you? What's your email address? Never gets red pilled at protonmail.com. Awesome. Do you have like a link tree or anything like that? You know what no, I'm talking about? Yeah, I need to do one of those. I tried to figure it out once and I couldn't. I'm uh, real bad at technology. 
Okay, okay. If you need a hand, let me know, dude. I can help you out. Okay, yeah, I, I do. Um, let's let's we'll, we'll connect with that like after the show or something. Okay, sounds good. All right, all right, brother. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Good luck, bro. I love you, dude. Thanks for having love me. Love you on. too, man. All yep, right, thank you. See you guys. Bye. Peace.